Hello and welcome back to a Clear and August podcast. As always, I'm your host, Archie Corbett, and I'm joined by Sam Cole. Sam, how are you? I'm great, thank you, Archie. How are you? Well, I would be good, right? We're back with a full English. Um, but before we get into a full English, I must apologise because we've just finished <laughs> the podcast, actually. Um, but the recording on my laptop has failed. So this is the last you will see of me, this podcast. Yeah. You will just see Sam and a picture of me looking like a Wally. Yeah. Um, because my recording has failed on Zoom. Yeah. So this is the last you'll see of me, but still enjoy a full English. Yeah. The next one, I promise, will be okay. This is the last we'll have of this. But yeah, instead of re-recording the whole thing, this is the last you'll see of me. You'll see this man's beautiful face for the you rest are, of it. You're lucky. You're lucky. But yeah, very, very many apologies. But yeah, let's get straight into it. Yeah, who won't delete the footage next week? Yes, that is right. We are back again. Uh, we're going to be going through the Premier League games, as I mentioned. Uh, so let's just get straight into it, shall we, sir? Let's do it. Um, so the first Premier League game of this Saturday was Brighton. They hosted Man United, and that wasn't without controversy. Uh, Brighton fell 3-2 uh, to Man United. Uh, what did you make of this game? I want to get your thoughts pretty early doors on this one. It, it was pretty crazy, to be fair. And I thought uh, another game where Brighton were very unfortunate in the result, uh, where they should have definitely got something from the game. Uh, I thought United were disappointing. Uh, the fact that they were 2-1 up and United parked the bus against Brighton. I'm not really sure about that. It didn't even work because Brighton equalised in the 93rd minute. But then, um, yeah, some... Lay your hem in shoes. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I'm not, I'm not really sure about it. Well, legally it was right. Yeah. So, by the law, what happened at the end of that game was correct. You're yeah, was correct. What happened yeah so basically at the end of the game, Bruno Fernandes uh, scored penalty. But before that, um, a decision was given. So I don't remember who headed the ball towards goal. Maguire, I think. Maguire, yeah. And a more it hit Morpai's hand. And it was a handball. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, Marsh headed it off the line. And um, the referee for full time. And uh, but then he went to check. Uh, VAR was like it's handball, mate. And they, they were like uh, went to check it. And uh, uh, gave a penalty. After the full whistle, time whistle was blown. I know that is legal, legal yeah. but I'm not sure it should be legal. No, I don't think that should be. That the full time whistle, that's the yeah, game. That there. is the game done. So, yeah, I do feel very sorry for Brighton fans in this <laughs> yeah. instance, but in line with the law, it is correct because the law states yeah. that VAR can go back and check that despite the game being yeah. over. Um, which I'm really, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little bit on the fence about. I don't think it's necessarily. Something's going to be coming into play too often, but yeah. now it has come into play. We've got to realise that this rule's a bit dodgy, it and is, I'm, yeah. re- I'm really not. I'm not. I'm not a fan of it. It just doesn't feel right. After yeah. the full time whistle's gone, I mean, the amount of news outlets are like, "Oh yeah, the game's finished too." Oh no, no, it, there is a penalty. So yeah. it's like the game's already finished. It's already been a scoreline. Um, I do feel sorry for Brighton. They broke the records yeah. for the hitting the post. Uh, sorry, hitting yeah. the woodwork the most times in one game. Yeah. Five. Five times. Uh, but half of those at least were Trossard. Yeah. Poor bloke. He he was he had all the strengths to be fair. He he had a fantastic game. He, he was, was very unlucky yeah. not to get a hat trick. Yeah, <laughs> he really was. Uh, March was excellent all yeah. game. Uh, and United showed. If yeah. I'm totally honest, Brighton yeah. was a dominant team. Yeah. Uh, Brighton showed again why they are now one of the best teams in the league. Uh, kicking on up into those mid-table positions, I yeah. think, because they're, they're an excellent side when they get going. Uh, they've just been very unfortunate yeah. in these few opening weeks. Um, but yeah, big up Brighton. Uh, just a shame that uh, VAR to come into play and that rules a thing. Yeah, unfortunate, really. But I think Bryce will be the uh, the Southampton under Poch uh, a few years ago. I think that that will be they're going to make a 
uh, maybe not a European push, but top half, I think, Brighton, they just look very good. They really do, yeah. No. So top half is certainly in the race, hopefully, if they can start winning these games, they're yeah, unlucky. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the second game of the Saturday. Uh, Crystal Palace hosted Everton. Both high-flying teams coming into this yeah. game, so it's always going to be an insane encounter. Uh, and Everton one-two-one again, showing that under Ancelotti they are a very, very good yeah. team and a very tricky, tricky outfit to beat. Um, this is completely off-topic, but on Twitter I saw a Bournemouth fan reply in an Everton thread calling Everton a small club. And he called Ancelotti an Italian washed-up oligon of social. Now, it's not relevant at all. I just figured I'd share that with you. Because it's just a little bit weird. And it doesn't really make any sense, yeah. especially for a Bournemouth fan. But anyway, let's get into the game. Uh, yeah, Everton 1-2-1. They keep up their unbeaten run starting off the season. Uh, and they've gone playing very good football. Uh, I don't think Palace were terrible in this game. What, what, what were your overall thoughts? Um, yeah, I think this is a game a few years ago Everton would have drawn or lost. Um, they, they just, they're so much improved. I mean, uh, of course, Calvert-Lewin had to get on the score sheet. Richardson scoring penalty with a Kioto goal in between that. But, yeah, I don't think pa- it was probably Palace's worst performance uh, yet this season. But um, 2-1 uh, to such a high-flying Everton uh, isn't a bad result. No. I mean, um, Eze, I'm pretty sure he started. It's good to see him get some game time. Um, and, yeah, I-, I think Palace will be fine. I know early on in the season... Uh, no, uh, before the season, sorry, I, I tipped them to struggle, but I don't know, they, they look all right and they look fine. I think yeah. they'll be all right. They could well be, yeah. They're, they've got potential to just drop off. Yeah. Like, if they go through a dodgy run of fixtures, they've got potential to drop off, but I don't think to the point where they're going to be struggling yeah. in the relegation position. But we are in three games in, so anything yeah, else. Exactly. Palace obviously true. starting very well, as of Everton. Everton could drop yeah. off. But I, I think Everton have got a lot, obviously a lot more quality than Palace, but a lot more quality than they have in previous yeah. seasons. And a better manager. Yeah, definitely. Giving them shortly a whole season with this squad, as we've said. Uh, Hallis Riga's just running game. Calvin Lewin is still scoring. Richardson scoring as well. Admittedly, it was a penalty, but yeah. he does look a goal threat. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about sort of, you know the games that go on to play. Um, but yeah, I can see Everton carrying on this good run of form. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to uh, a <laughs> bit, of, bit of a wild one, this at the Hawthorne. West Brom hosted Chelsea. Uh, and it was a three-all draw, but that doesn't reflect the game at all. Because no. West Brom were 3-0 up in the first half in this game. 3 up in half an hour. Yeah. Um, two goals from uh, Robinson, yeah. is it? Robinson. Yeah, and uh, one goal from Kyle Bartley. Kyle Bartley, well played. I just... Uh, he's not Premier League standard, but fair play to him for getting a goal against Chelsea, who were shocking in that yeah, first half. Yeah, they were very poor. Uh, Thiago Silva on his Premier League debut, uh, <laughs> he was terrible. <laughs> he was really yeah. not. He, he, he made up did. for it a little bit in the second half when Aspilicuetta came on and he was the captain. Um, but I, yeah, he, he looked a bit, bit ropey, but the whole of the Chelsea team looked ropey. Uh, they were just torn apart, they made Robinson look like he was world class, um, which is obviously not. Yeah. Uh, but a 3-0 at half-time, you're still thinking... Chelsea could get back into this because A, it's West Brom and yeah. B, well, it's Chelsea. So, you know, they've always got a way to get back into it because they've got such a talented squad. Um, but yeah, no, it's, I just find it funny that the three players that dragged Chelsea back into it were Carl Hudson Adoy, yeah. Mason Mount, and Tammy Abraham. All the Youth Academy, All Academy players, after spending the money that they yeah. have in this window, they, they got back into it in the end thanks to Tammy Abraham tapping in the last minute. Um, and it, yeah, right place at the right time, that sort of thing. Uh, also, Chelsea fans saying this link-up play between Callum Hudson and Doyle. Oh, it's a one-two. Two generational talents. It's, it's so like 
don't get me wrong, it's a good yeah. goal. It's all one to you see that on Sunday league. Oh, you learn it in under sixes. <laughs> Seriously, I just yeah, I do I do think they're overreacting with yeah. that. But fair play, Havertz didn't have a terrible game. He got back into yeah, it in no, the second definitely. half, he looked very good. Werner looked a bit off the pace, it was his turn to look a bit off the pace. Yeah. Um yeah, good of me to good of me to captain him. Yeah. Uh, still but still hey, get a goal as well. Yeah. Hey? Still yet to get a goal for Chelsea. He still is young, thought this was the game against his first goal, but he didn't. Yeah. Uh, that, that is worrying, that certainly is. Uh, but yeah, I'm yeah. sure we'll get one as well. Thrill, entertaining encounter. I did think Chelsea were going to get back in. Because they were yeah. just, they got that goal early on in the second half, and I thought, wow, okay, Chelsea back. Uh, but the West Brom sort of hauled with them, and they got a point out of it, which if you give West Brom a point at the start of this game, they after their start, they'd have bitten your hand off. Uh, if you told them they'd be 3 0 up after half an hour, and they still don't end up getting three points, yeah. a little bit peeved off. Yeah. But, you know, it's all right. Um, anything else to say on that game? Uh, just, uh, Chelsea. Chelsea is just one of those teams where like average players score against. For example, this is uh, Callum Robertson has scored three goals against um, against uh, no in the Premier League in his career. All of them are against yeah. Chelsea. <laughs> David McGoldrick has scored one goal in the Premier League. That was against Chelsea. It just seemed to be the team that everyone scores their first goal against. They really do. Dod- um, dod- dodgy defence. It really, yeah, leaky, leaky defence. Uh, I'm not convinced. I bet Philip. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Um, let's move on to a game that we're only going to gloss over. Uh, Burnley Southampton. Ooh, <laughs> uh, Burnley, Burnley uh, uh, losing one nil in the end. Yeah. Uh, just a just a standard game. Southampton. I mean, they could surprise teams this year in terms of coming top half. But uh, a standard one nil win. Really thoughts yeah. on this one? Um, I thought the. Um, I thought Southampton had a good game. I know it's against Burnley. I know they're like, yeah, they're just their defence is dodgy with Dunn and Long, <laughs> but um, it really is. it's it, it's a it's a good performance. And they only beat one 0 but it's a promising win. It's a win. That's that's a uh, good and of course Danny Ings getting the goal. But yeah, decent exactly. decent performance and the win for Southampton. But Burnley. My my friend who's a Burnley fan thinks they're in trouble. Really? He thinks they could go down if they wow. don't get this uh, get this situation with long and done sort of that soon. Blimey. Yeah, it does, it does seem like um, we're saying it's every year, but that's a Burnley fan saying it. So that's that's a little bit worrying. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem like Burnley that have the quality. Will they go down? Uh, I think... Yeah, they have that grit and determination. Yeah, they do. Tarkowski and me come back. I think Tarkowski Tarkowski gets stalled. Yeah, Leicester. That's a major, major problem. They're projected at 30 million bids. Yeah, they're off to 50, aren't they? So it's... uh, I'm sure they're going to get that. I I can't imagine when you get that 50 million pounds in. I can't imagine Burnley spending 50 million pounds on a player. Once they get that 50 million pounds in. It'll be 5 million on a championship centre-back. It'll be 5 million. On ten players, that'll be how it will They'll probably they'll probably buy back Jeff Hendrick yeah. or something. They'll just make some really bizarre signings, which just somehow work. Um, be yeah, overall losing one of Southampton. Danny Ings scoring as soon as taking them up, fans team for yeah. Timo Solid pick. Um, let's move on to the Sunday fixtures. Uh, the earlier game on this Sunday was Sheffield United against Leeds, and Leeds getting a late winner, winning one 0 at Bramall Lane. Mm. Um, Sheffield United were the better team for much of this game, if I'm perfectly honest. Uh, they actually, they, they weren't creating an awful lot going forward, but they dominated a lot of the ball. And um, Mesdier in goal was fantastic. Yeah, he made a brilliant save. Uh, he got man of the match, I think, in the end, because he was unbelievable. Uh, that's yeah. the first time I've seen of him properly, and he looks very, very good. Um, yeah, Patrick Bamford. Oh, man. Scoring with about five minutes left of normal time. Uh, cross put in from, I think it was the okay. Uh Cross the ball into the, cross the ball was far posing. Bamford's on the back cross goal. And um, 
If he keeps scoring, we're going to look like right wallies. I know I said this last week, but we really are. Yeah. If Bamford does get to 15 goals, which he's obviously on track to be doing so far, I mean, he, he's looking good. The issue is because in the championship, he got these chances and his, the rest of his play was very good. He just wasn't finishing the chances. Yeah. Suddenly in the Premier League, he's finishing yeah. these chances and he's making people eat their words, including us. Uh, but yeah, overall, Leeds actually lucky to go out with a 1-0 win, if I'm perfectly honest. Uh, Rodrigo subbed on and then back off again. Not sure if that was injury-based because he worked, yeah. walked off perfectly fine. Didn't look too happy. Um, but I I want to think it's injury-based. I know Bielsa's cutthroat, but bloody hell. If he's breeding on Rodrigo, they're just hauling him off. He's not Duncan Ferguson. He's not a boo, Yes. <laughs> Honestly, he's just, that would be horrible. But uh, I, don't, I don't think it was because he didn't actually have a terrible game, Rodrigo. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Sheffield United, as soon as they chucked on Billy Sharp and Oliver McBurney, actually looked a lot better. Surprising, really. Yeah. As soon as they chuck on two attackers that aren't Berg. Um, yeah, no. It, as soon as they, they, they chuck on their only two recognisable strikers, they started to look good. And uh, no, Leeds rode it out in the end a couple of very good chances for Sheffield United who are missing O'Connell and Egan in this game so they're yeah. always going to struggle defensively uh, but yeah not, um, this is the longest streak the world has gone on losing with Sheffield United which is a testament to how well he's done because uh, they're by no means I would say in turmoil or major no, trouble not. it's just a cause for concern and they haven't won yet I, I think they need a creative midfielder sure, I, think, yeah. I think they're lacking it I mean they just they're relying a lot on creativity from their wing backs, and I think they need another player midfield who can uh, work hard, but also create. I think they're lacking yeah. that. Yeah, it certainly would help them, because uh, they certainly are lacking a goal threat as well. So that's, yeah. that's the issue, they would create that. Yeah. Um, but let's, let's move on from the Sheffield United game to another controversial game, uh, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Uh, Spurs drawing one with Newcastle. Mm. Uh, what were your thoughts on this one? Um, Tottenham just kind of dominated. It was a Steve Bruce masterclass. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it really was. Newcastle were rubbish. Like they would, they weren't even in the game. Spurs should have should have wrapped this game up. They they really should have like battered them. Like uh, how I, I I can't get my head around this. How it was they were just so close to winning, and then just the a little uh, who's in Dyer he just punched the ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dyer handball and. And Callum Wilson put away the penalty. What were your thoughts on that incident? Well, ah, yeah, so the incident, I mean, obviously Spurs dominated the game. Yeah. Uh, uh, Newcastle barely had a sniff. Uh, the only shots on target they've had this season have been goals. Yeah. So Steve Bruce, conversion rate, I love to see it. The incident itself, <clears throat> I looked at it and initially I thought it was a handball just because of my anti-Spurs yeah. bias. Because I was like, this is hilarious. Yeah, uh, Jack Jack House, I have a Spurs fan and he was going absolutely <laughs> ballistic. At the screen, it was quite funny. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Callum Wilson put away the penalty. I, I don't think it's handball. Really? I don't think unintentional handball should be given as handballs. And that was Ooh. massively unintentional. I know his arm is away from his body, but ask anyone that goes up for a header or jumps. Yeah. Your arms, you need your arms. I think I've looked at it since, and initially I was of the <laughs> view that this yeah, is handball yeah. because his arm's out. But I've looked at it. He's not looking at the ball, right? And his arm is in what you would necessarily, what you could call a natural position for a header. If you're going up, your arm, no one goes up and jumps like that. Who's jumping up for a header like that? No one's pencil jumping. You'd fall over and break your arms. I've found out on many occasions. Um, (laughs) I don't think it's handball. And I think this handball rule has, it's caused such an uproar. But it can't be right. I mean, no one's reacting to that rule if they think it's right. 
No one's reacting saying this is killing the game. Yeah. Andros Townsend was reacting to it. I know he's ex-Spurs, but... Ryan Mason. Not, just <laughs> random people are... Greg Rutherford. I mean, he was the one that would say, you jump and you use your arms. I have been the whole yeah. career. It's... I don't think it's handball. What, what's your view on it? Because I'm quite intrigued. It's, it's, it's an interesting one. It is the rule. So, under the laws under of the, the game... But, yeah, we're a, discussing the, the laws yeah. right here. Because the decision was right. Now we're discussing yeah, sure. what we think of the law. It's. I think they've gone too quickly from um, what is handball. Like they've changed the rule too drastically. And if they were going to go to this, they should do what the Bundesliga has done and gone over a period of time, changed the rule so less yeah. people get annoyed. And so it's kind of a gradual process. Yeah. yeah. So they. I have messed this up. I think, and it's. I, I took everyone as a different body, like everyone's body reacts differently to different situations. So jumping. So it's down to interpretation. Exactly. And is it deliberate handball? No. It, mm. it, I doubt he's just going like that. Yeah, he's not in last minute. Andy Carroll said yeah. like cross goal. He's not elbowing it back, is he? Yeah, exactly. It's it's not deliberate, but I don't understand why they're trying to define deliberate. But you can't define deliberate. Everyone's deliberate is a different thing. Yeah. Oh, it's so it's a I, it's a debate for a pod a whole podcast. It really is, yeah. I'm not agreeing with the view that we should just put up with it at all. Mm. Because you shouldn't just put up with yeah, rules. No, I know I we've gone through a lot of rule changes, but you have to to get it right. The view that we just have to put up with it is I, I think is just submitting to okay, that's the rule, it's ruining it's not like it's you know, oh every now and then it's not been great. It is. A, a rule that has been a massive problem this season, and we're three games in. That is a problem. And I don't think we can just look over it and be like, oh, that's the rule, that's it. But I feel like we would have always got to the stage where this is the rule, but we'd have done it over a, a longer process of time where people would have been filtered in, as I said earlier. So what what would we do? Would we go back to try and filter it in and then get to the rule yeah. eventually? If you want to get to this rule, you can't just throw it straight in. I'm not even a fan yeah, of getting to their rule anyway. What's the, what's the point then of just going back and doing it again? Because we're going to get to this stage because anyway. Because you'll get the right decisions and gradually it'll be better. It'll be better for the Premier League if you're going back to a point where less penalties are being given for stupid handballs like this. <laughs> I just, I, I'm of the opinion that you need to filter it in if you're going to, mm. if you're going to prioritise filtering a rule in like this. And I don't mind if the Premier League, even mid-season, right? I know they're never going to do it. Because it is mid-season, yeah. they're never going to do that. But I am of the opinion that you have to just filter a rule like this and you can't just throw it straight another time. Um, but it is another debate for another time. Yeah. We will have it on a state of this and we will probably just dedicate a whole state, to be honest with you. We haven't done it this week because I'm sure there'll be many incidents that happen yeah. uh, that are similar to this going forward. Let's move on. At the end of the day, Spurs bottled up. Um, let's move on. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That's, that's how we can analyse this yeah. game. Uh, let's yeah. move on to the next game on the Sunday. Uh, which was Man City and Leicester. Uh, a single thriller in which City lost five two to Leicester. Uh, yeah. A Vardy Vardy hat trick, um, and City went one up through a bullet from Mares, and I was yeah. like, okay, City are back, feeling pretty bright on the ball, <laughs> and then they didn't. Yeah, <laughs> and then they just stopped playing him, and then they had to defend. And that was a real issue as I'm going to talk about a little bit later. Um, what were your thoughts on this one? Um, it, it's weird because uh, Mares scored that goal. Absolutely, scream a fair play to him. Put Man City in the lead. And Man City were all over Leicester, yeah. but then suddenly Leicester get a penalty. Uh, Vardy converts, of course it is Vardy. And um, then suddenly it just switches, and suddenly it's all Leicester. 
And Man City just failed to make their dominance count, and they only got one goal from it, which came from a piece of brilliance. It wasn't even as if it came from that um, that uh, dominance of possession. But yeah, then Vardy uh, just started putting away penalties like nobody's business. <laughs> Um, Madison then came on, even he that was a scream, a scream. Really, really, really good, good goal. Yeah. Ake got on back, but then another Tielemans penalty. I mean, Leicester, Leicester are just great, aren't they? Yeah. They're just very good. Yeah, I mean, Man City, though, their defense is very bad. It really is. How is how, how? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, but do you reckon, uh, do you reckon Vardy's dropping off at any point? Do you reckon Vardy's yeah, dropping right. off at all? Yeah, It's been three games. It's been three That's games. That's been three games in which we've yeah. already relegated full and we have to change the entirety yeah. of the handball rule and there's no way to leave. Yeah, well, why, <laughs> I didn't realise that this season there'd be more penalties than ever, was in the Premier League? No. So of course he's going to win the Golden Boot. Because he's, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Even more <laughs> mobile might have a challenge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Vardy will cost for 40 <laughs> goals in this round. No, Leicester were brilliant going forward. They're unbelievable. Uh, City just shocking they yeah. really are yeah. Tielemans and Pratt again very <clears> good uh, Madison yeah. coming on and showing why he's still a very good player um, and yeah no, they, they were just very good Vardy was brilliant Harvey Barnes was brilliant overall yeah. I, just, I just like them a lot I think they're so very good and, uh, City they're in trouble I think I, I, I think they are in some form of trouble unless I mean they're bringing Ruben Diaz in but will he solve all no, the defensive problems? Right. Well, he might do. He don't. Yeah, he, don't, no, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he might do, but I don't think he will. Okay, fair enough. Well, we'll go on to talk about that. He <laughs> may or may not be able to say this. Um, let's move on to the last game of the Sunday, uh, which is a bit of a turn-up for the books. This Sunday <laughs> produced some strange results, especially the last two, as we spoke about Leicester beating Man City. And now we've got Wolves going to the London Stadium and losing 4-0 to West Ham, <laughs> which is just frankly bizarre right Wolves are terrible don't get me wrong but let's not take anything away from West Ham they were fantastic they were very very good Four Nows had an excellent game so did Masuaki as a wing back he has to do less defending which he's not very good at anyway but for some reason played well this game defensively Pocketed his armour, if I might say so yeah, myself. Yeah, he does. Um, and then on the ball, he's so good. The, the issue with Masuaku is he's never been bad on the ball. It's just he can't defend. Suddenly, you put him in a wing-back position and he has yeah. to be far less defending. And he's able to be on the ball more. And I really like it. Um, Ale coming on and getting a goal. Very good for his confidence. It's weird as soon as he gets some service, he scores. Uh, so a bit strange that, yeah, I don't really get how that works. Um, but yeah, no, they were just very good. Antonio was just bully up top. Yeah, he's he's bully up. Spencer didn't turn up, I don't think. I, just, no. I don't think they were good enough. Yeah. Maybe this uh, this is the first time they've played this 3-4-3 formation this season, was it? Maybe this is the way forward Maybe for them. Because they look very good in it. Yeah, really good. I mean, Suchek and, uh, Suchek and Rice on the pivot were decent. Uh, the, as you said, the wing-backs were, were good. Fredericks was incredible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> incredible was a shot. No, I'm joking. Fredericks, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the wing-backs were good. Fredericks, Fredericks was good. And, and then uh, decent, Johnson yeah. played well. Yeah, was it Johnson? Yeah. 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 Uh, when he came on, he had Bowen. Uh, it's, it's just that was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good. He finishes that really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, 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 I think they go down. You still think they're I still going think down? They're going down I think it's the one off. MC Moyes, mate. He's in the business. They've got less than next week if he beat Mould. Um, but you thought that against Wolves? Yeah, I did. I did, and they turned up, and I don't think they turned up. They beat a four 0 Yeah, we did. That's they kept a clean sheet against Jimenez, Neto, and um, Adama. They're all terrible. Yeah. They all, none of the players turned up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got one goal. Um, let's move on to the Monday games, because I think we're going down. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, do you want to do one? Do you want to do one? No, go for it, go for it, go for it. Um, Fulham. No. 
What do you mean, no? That's <laughs> <laughs> three down to Villa. No. What happened? Uh, Other than Tony Carr's Twitter rant. What no. happened? Um, basically, what happened was I walked into a pub and I looked up a greenish at school. <laughs> I don't know that happened. Uh, but yeah, we lost uh, 3 0. Um, yeah, it wasn't ideal. Uh, <laughs> I don't really know what to say. We were terrible. I mean, I don't know. First of all, right, Parker is the right man for the job, but I'm not really sure what he was thinking with a 3 4 3. Actually, no, I do understand. We're terrible defensively, so just throw more defenders in. It didn't really work. Um, I'm not really sure Kenny, on, Kenny and Anguisa on the pivot was ever going to be the best duo. Um, but to be fair, we showed fight throughout the game. The thing is, under Parker, right, never before have we been losing in a game and actually kept fighting. We haven't looked like that for years. We were very bad. Um, yeah, you're laughing. It's not ideal. Um, yeah, I'm really mad, to be quite honest. Um, very angry. You're going down. Yeah. yeah okay, okay. Let, let's be let's be level-headed about this. It's one loss, but it's so, so bad. It's to a relegation rival, which, as you said, yeah. is a six-point. It's a six-point of us early yeah. in the season. Don't want to be losing that three 0 very no. Um Greenish getting the goal early on. Yeah. Uh, your defence was carved open. You hadn't woken up. You didn't start. Um, second goal was the second goal. Mings or Hurahan? Uh, Hurahan. the man that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Who has, the, the man who's not good enough for Villa and doesn't have a right foot, but scored yeah. with his right foot and. And he hasn't scored since Boxing Day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no. Uh, he scored, and so he's Taro Mings, which yeah. I really, really liked, because yeah. he's not very good, but on his day, he's actually not too bad, because yeah. he's playing against you. Um, and yeah, no, he he looked very good. Um, my fantasy Premier League yeah, was very, <laughs> very good. Yeah. Because not- Martinez <laughs> kept a clean sheet, despite, despite, yeah, it doesn't matter, though, does it? Doesn't matter. He had. Can I just put? He had. He. Had, I, I know it got disallowed. Game. I know it got disallowed. He was fantastic. Yeah. Apart from the goal which was disallowed, yeah. which I don't think should have been disallowed, because I think there was. Oh, uh, I think refs. Basically, right. If they, if if they are right, say look at the screen. But I think refs should. They they're still making the decision. But I think every time a ref gets told go look to the screen, they'll change their mind. Even if they think it's not a foul, they'll be like, oh, someone in my ear said, yeah. uh, look at the screen, so it's yeah, probably he's wrong. He's getting a second opinion from another referee. Yeah, but he's not getting a second opinion because, well, because he doesn't give to, their opinion. No, but he's being told to look at the screen. So that's almost implying. No, no, but at the same, at the same day, it's not, their, it's not their opinion still. No, it's not. But, but it should be on their opinion. If they look at a screen and they still think, oh, fair enough if he thought there was a foul looking at it. But fair enough. But if he's looked at the screen and thought, I wouldn't have given it, but he obviously thinks, then he shouldn't have given it because it's his decision. But surely he's also thought yeah. his decision as well because the guy in the VAR room is going to influence his decision somewhat. That's what we're agreeing on here, yeah? yeah. The guy in the VAR room is, without ex- uh, outwardly giving his opinion, is no, saying... He did in one game this week. Oh, yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. Without uh, normally giving yeah. his opinion, is giving an opinion. Yeah. He's giving the view that you need to look at that again, implying... You might have got something wrong here. Might though. Yeah, might. But if there's any doubt yeah. over it, a referee's going to go and look at it, and his his view of it is going to be tainted by that. Surely. Yeah, maybe. I, uh, I don't, I don't think it was the wrong decision personally. I think maybe. there was, I think there was contact there, and he was stupid for it. Maybe. Yeah, of um, course. Yeah. But yeah, Mitrovic scored loads yeah. of goals this game. Yeah, shut up. Martinez conceded so many. Yeah, no, it's... You know, Mitrovic, as I said, is also a long term pick. Uh, yeah, sure. For the next few games, and uh, this is going to be harsh, but I think it was an Areola 
Ed's the head goalkeeping disaster card. <laughs> that is the harshest of any. But hard. right, first goal we should have done better, and third goal we should have done better. He should have saved it. Really? Yes. I'm sorry, you can't like. Uh, so I, at first I think he should have come off his line, but then I was realised I was being stupid, and he should definitely have come off his line. Mm. But the, he he need his body position for that was absolutely woeful. Yeah. He needs to come out and like he didn't make himself big. If anything, he made himself small and made an easier target. It was it was from a tight angle as well. He sh- he has to a, a top goalkeeper should be saving. So that. are we not blaming the defence? No, of course it's the defence's fault. But he should still save it. And the third third goal. Again, defence's fault. However, what is he doing? He's like yeah. doesn't know where he is. I think he had a better defence for him. Yeah. yeah, better as he has. Yeah, he yeah, probably is the club he's been at. Yeah, Real Madrid. Program. Yeah, Real Madrid and PSG. Yeah. Have a slightly better defence for Fulham. Slightly. Uh, but let's move on. I'm aware we've talked about the Fulham game for a while, yeah. but you do need to talk about it, as so. you will do in a minute. Let's move on to the last game of the Monday because yeah. you worried me a little bit. We lost 3-1 to Liverpool despite oh, going 1-0 wow. up. That's terrible. Yeah, oh, Josh. You lost at the best team in the league. Yeah, we beat them twice before this under Arteta and I could just sit and sleep in this game. Yeah. Um, they dominated us start to finish. Mm. Um, if you're saying that Mane should have been sent off, you're delusional. If yeah. I'm perfectly honest. There was no malice in it. It's a push away. At worst, it's a yellow card. Did he give a yellow card? I'm pretty sure he did. Okay, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, I think he gave him a yellow card. I've seen all the Twitter Karens being like, yeah, Karens. Um, yeah, tw- Karens have made their way to Twitter. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, we went one nil up. I have absolutely no idea to this day. Well, yeah, to this day, yesterday. To this, to this minute, how that happened. Um, yeah, well, obviously we scored. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Um, welcome. But the ball came Inside. in. Robertson played it through to Lacazette. Lacazette just, just scuffed the Beautiful. ball over. Allison. No, yeah. it was intentional. Obviously intentional. Uh, we were getting absolutely battered at this point. Yeah. We were somehow one up, but I was like, <laughs> we are not winning this game. No. Uh, made their way back in the game, uh, and then Andy Robertson scored at the right end. Something was two one. And yeah, we just we just we didn't deserve it. Then Jota scored after his, his third scored. attempt. He really. did, yeah, no. I, I wouldn't say it was a terrible performance from us. I mean, they carved us open, but it's Liverpool they carved everyone. Yeah. Uh, we can't be expecting to beat Liverpool literally every time we play them. Uh, yeah. We're still a team in progress. I've maintained that throughout. We're still a team in progress. We get an hour. It's all good. It it's fired. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Become third, right? To be fair, right? You lost to the team I think who come second, so yeah. implying that I would have thought that Liverpool would have been. Yeah, sure. No, I don't think it's disastrous at all. Uh, we've got a very tricky run from here on in, so it'll be interesting to see how yeah. we get on. Just all of them, it's fine. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's, that's how it goes. Um, Less that is that is the other Premier League games yeah. for this this extended weekend. Uh, let's go on to our NFL yeah. watch. Um, I'm going to review oh, the AFL watch if you haven't seen before. You probably have. You may not have. Um, we review one game from the whole of the AFL and then we preview one of the games from the AFL each. Uh, so it covers, a, covers the majority of the league. I'm not sure if we're covering League 2 this week. but uh, No, we're not. We're not. We're not. We're covering League 1 of the Championship. Sorry, League 2. Yeah, you've missed out this time. I promise we'll get back in next week. Um, let's review. I'll, I'll review the first game. Why not? Do it. Go for um, it. Mate. I'm fun. reviewing uh, Huddersfield, Nottingham Forest. Oh, it was a crackout. Bonker. Uh, yeah, no, one nil went to Huddersfield. Uh, in the face of it, it looks like a real barnstorm of a game. Um, but yeah, it was just it was an interesting game because uh, Hogg mm. just turned into Karate Kid. Yeah. Um, he just decided to try and kill Harry Arter. There is a bit of history between yeah. those two. Uh, last time they played for each other, but Harry Arter, new signing for Nottingham Forest, his first game in the lineup, and ten minutes in, he just gets absolutely clamped. I've no idea how it was in the red card. It was a shocking yeah, it was terrible. Given a yellow in the end. Um, and yeah, Harry Hart on the off to the best starts for Nottingham Forest, right. as Nottingham Forest off to the best starts. Um, 
their poor start continues, despite all these new signings that they've made, they're still not very good. And they played Bristol City this weekend. And I do worry about them because I think yeah. Bristol City are going to tear them open. Um, but yeah, overall, I, it was more for the challenge and an excuse to say how poor Nottingham Forest have been, uh, not necessarily the game itself. Well, that um, incredible Fraser Campbell goal, Fraser isn't Campbell it? still exists. It's actually a really good goal as well. Yeah, no, he's he's still knocking about and fair play to him because he's scored against Nottingham yeah. Forest. So, oh, uh, terrible. They really are. And Dimitri's going to get sacked. He should have been sacked at the last season, I think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway... Um, <laughs> Yeah, a bit harsh, but we move. I wouldn't have Would yeah, you not? No, no. I'd, I'd have given him time and then I'd sat him after the last game. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, what game are you reviewing? Wyndon Town versus Burton Albion. Yeah, actually, it was actually a bit of a, bit of a cracker uh, in League One. Both teams came into the game on a level points. Um, so it was it was always going to be well, she was tight, but it wasn't. Uh, so, yeah, Swindon went 3 0 up relatively quickly. Uh, Stevens, Pittman, uh, Boundary uh, getting the goals. Uh, then uh, Stephen Quinn. Uh, what a. What a blast from the past. <laughs> what a blast from the past. Yeah, got one back for Burton. I've no idea we're still playing football. Play for Hull. And Burn, not Burnley, uh, and um, Reading as well. Yeah, Reading, yeah. that was in Reading. He was at Hull as well, I think, though. Yeah, he was. Yeah, it's Sorry, really weird. No, it's fine. <laughs> and then uh, Smith uh, put uh, Swindon 4-1 up, nice, no, 4-1 up, a nice generic name. And then uh, Aikens got a late off of Burton, but it was all over. And then this game moved Swindon into the playoffs, and uh, Burton down to 15th. Uh, but yeah, interesting if Swindon can make that push for promotion. Yeah, it's definitely be interesting. That'd be a bit mad. Come straight off from League 2. Yeah, exactly. right the next I doubt they will, to be honest. It's three games, and need yeah. to get ahead of myself. Calm down. Uh, let's move on to the games we're going to preview. I'm going to preview a game from League One. I'm dipping into League One for this one. Uh, Wigan, they host Doncaster, 3 o'clock kickoff on Saturday. And I don't know what you're thinking. It's a true glamour side of this. This is like yeah. a Madrid derby or, a, you know, a, the, the PSG against someone good. It's not. It's Wigan against Doncaster <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> and Wigan won their first game of the season against a struggling Pompey. Um, yeah. And I'm happy they won that game because they, they needed they needed the first points in the league because they're going to struggle to get to yeah. just because of the financial constraints they've been yeah, under. Um, but now they take on promotion hopefuls, Doncaster, who look very good, and I think they're going to get battered. That's why I'm previewing it because I think it'll be interesting to see if we can can kick on from winning their first game in the championship against yeah. no not in the championship because League One um, against a team who should be better than they are than Portsmouth yeah. started terribly. Um, and yeah, no, I. I reckon it'll be a, a high-scoring game. I'm going to put the knockers on early. It'll be a high-scoring game. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, no, I reckon Doncaster will beat them quite convincingly. But I reckon Wigan will put up a fine. Yeah, James Coppinger-Hatchett. James Coppinger-Hatchett. Oh, we really need to get on the podcast. What, what, what a man. What, what a man. man. Uh, what game are you going to be previewing? I'm going to be previewing a game of the Championship. And it's going to be Reading versus Watford. And it's yeah. going to... I think this is going to be... A very interesting game. It's second versus fifth. Surprisingly, it's Reading in second, uh, which I never thought I'd say. Reading so far beaten uh, Derby, Barnsley and Cardiff. Uh, Cardiff, I thought, would be up there with a playoff contention, but they've started great. Uh, yeah, pretty poorly. And then Watford uh, oh, have been so boring so far. Uh, they beat Middlesbrough 1-0. They drew 0-0 to Sheffield Wednesday. And then they beat Luton 1-0. So... They're, 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 not, they're not conceding, but they're not scoring, despite the fact yeah. they probably have the best attack the Championship's ever seen in their <laughs> lives, which is quite confusing. Yeah, it should be a very interesting game, because Reading, uh, I'll mention something about them later, uh, but yeah, they're, they're just pretty good. But Watford's team, 
I'm sorry, it's just got loads of Brazilian wonder kids, and it's just so good. They still have Saar. They have so many. How are they beating Luton one 0 How are they? How are they draw? I don't. I do not understand how they've scored two goals in three games. Genuinely, their attack is like a manager. Really is. Yeah, it's true. I've no idea. But yeah, uh, question marks over their new manager. So we have to see if uh, because Mm. he's got to be scoring more. But maybe that's just they'll just get loads of one nils and win the league. But yeah, maybe knows? it is. Uh, right, that is our AFL watch. Yes. Let's move on to the old favourite state of this as we both pick uh, two things that we think are a bit of a state each. One's normally good, one's normally bad, yeah. but you know, we're not constraining ourselves for that. Um, but this first one's pretty bad. Uh, yeah. because it's City's defenders. And this is only being bought, obviously it's a hot topic and has been for quite a while, but um, I'm only bringing it up now because they're spending £65 million on another defender, which brings the total spending since Guardiola has joined the club on defenders up to £410 million. Yeah. And their defence is still very, very suspect. £65 million on Diaz, right? I'll just run you through the others. So we got £58.5 million on João Cancelo, who seems like he's been forgotten about. I'm Eric Laporte, 58 million, same amount as Jacques Cancelo. I, he's probably the best out of the bunch. He, 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 he's a very good Yeah, he's probably actually um, a bargain, which is quite Yeah, which is strange to say. Yeah. Benjamin Mendy, 52 million. That's definitely not a bargain because he's an absolute <laughs> car horse. 52p, maybe. Maybe, yeah. 52p in a packet of Quavers. Yeah. About what I'd probably spend on Benjamin yeah. Mendy. He's very, very bad. John Stones, 50 million. Yeah, I'm still waiting for him to be good. He's still not. Kyle um, Walker, £47 million. Pounds. This isn't the worst bit of business in the oh, world. I'm actually a bit of a Kyle right. Walker he, lo- fan. he loves Kyle Walker. Yeah, he really Cancelo does. Yeah. £41 million on Ake. We still need to wait and see. But it's still a lot of money on the defender from Bournemouth. Uh, Danilo, £27 million. And Angelino, £11 yeah. million, Who actually is not the best bit of business, even though they've lost him. Um, which is bizarre, because he's actually very good, Angelino. Um, yeah. I just... Their spending on defenders has just gone so far... And they're still so poor defensively. Yeah. They finally got rid of Otamendi, and thank the heavens, because he was awful. Um, and hopefully this Diaz lad will come in and be semi-decent and yeah. shoring up something in the defence. But I'm not really sure, because if I'm perfectly honest, I haven't seen an awful lot of him. So I don't think I can judge an awful lot of him. So it'll be interesting to see how he gets on. Um, but yeah, it is obscene the amount they spend on defence. It is obscene how bad they are defensively, despite spending this much on defenders. Uh, I yeah, I think I I just don't I don't I don't like it. I don't no, like it. Neither do I. Their their spend is crazy. I mean, six five million on Diaz. I've never seen him play really. I've seen him a few times. Uh, what people are saying is different things. Some people say he's great. Some people say he's not. Uh, six five million on a player who's not. Uh, they need someone to experience to shorten their defence. Yeah. Um, or can they? And they didn't get either of them. Uh, but um, yeah, their their spend on defending is a disgrace. I mean, Mendy for fifty million is a is a what a joke really. And uh, sixty million on a player that's you know we back up to Carl Walker. I mean, yeah, it's not it's not ideal. Guardiola coaching also comes into it though. Yeah. I think Guardiola gets away with it, and that defensive scapegoat, and it's not his coaching. It's just that they're bad players. But I genuinely think you can't have that bad of defense. You can co- like if you're that good a coach, you can coach that defense. And part of to, part of it to blame is is his coaching because a lot of those players before they joined City were great, yeah. and they've just got worse. So a lot some of the blame is on is on Guardiola. So yeah. stop he, he stop sugarcoating it. Yeah, it's, it's a fair it's a fair point. It is. It is. What's what's your what's your status? It's, it's the Twitter warrior himself. God, sis Tony Khan. Now I, I um. I actually don't mind Tony Khan. I love him. He loves the club, right? He's trying his best. 
Fulham fans, stop abusing him. Um, but the problem is... Do you agree with this Twitter rant, though? No, he needs to stop replying to tweets. Mm. He's and he, he's a bit of a child, really, <laughs> in the fact that he, he does reply to every tweet. And it's... Oh, I, the thing is, I get his point. He words it terribly. He makes good points, but the way he words it, he's going to come under fire. Because he words... Yeah, he... He basically just told us our told everyone our transfer policy over Twitter, which I'm not really sure on. But too far, we were we were. I mean, I never realised how unlucky we were. To be honest, two two centre backs were about to sign got COVID. Yeah. Um, one of them had complications, and the other one we were about to sign a free, and then he went to Chelsea. Just <laughs> saw. Not not saying I really wanted, but anyone's better than who we have at the moment. But yeah, um, he's just. Oh, his rants are so frustrating. Like he 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 said he'd prefer us to be a yo-yo club uh, than uh, than just be twentieth in the championship, which is true. Um, but yeah, probably not the way to word it. Um, but yeah, Almost ambitious. Isn't it? No, but Scott Parker <laughs> isn't happy with it either. Either he said his press conference today. Uh, it's not something I agree with. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's not something that's helpful. The one thing I'm disappointed with is that he apologised for the performance which he did. The other bit is what it is. He's not happy, Bunny. Tony Khan, I like him. Fans need to stop criticising him, but stop. Get off Twitter, mate. You can post one thing after a game, fine. Stop replying to everyone, trying to defend yourself. Just stop. Yeah, he is a bit of a keyboard warrior, isn't yeah, he? he is. I wouldn't be happy if my... Uh, is he with the chief of football, is um, he? Yeah, he's uh, director, director of football. Of football. I wouldn't be massively happy. Yeah. He was on Twitter just exposing our whole transfer policy to the whole of the Twitter world. Because obviously you need a centre-half, but he didn't even to spell it out on Twitter. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of that, personally. But uh, I do like his passion for the club. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> he seems like a likeable bloke. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the more positive side of the state of this. Um, and I'm going to move on to Burger King FC themselves, Stevenage. Wow. Uh, their Burger King sponsorship is brilliant, right? Yeah, it only it recently is. came out how well it's done for them. Um, so basically, they focus on getting the club massive on FIFA, which is a bit of a, bit of a weird one, but it worked yeah. really well for them because what they've gotten people to do is start a career mode with Stevenage, which after this campaign happened, it came out that Stevenage was the most used team on the whole of career mode for 2020. It's unbelievable. And what they did to encourage teams, uh, players to be Stevenage is... Score some insane goals with some insane players no. for Stevenage. Upload it to Twitter and you can win some food prize from Boking. Seems all pretty good. And it works a dream for them. Yeah. They sold out their kit on their website for the first time in their club's history, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Uh, they tried a similar thing with Malaga, I think it was. Or was it, was it Getafe? I think it was Getafe. About 10 years back, it didn't really work. But now it's worked. an absolute dream. Stevenage make an absolute bank off of it. Boking doing really well out of it. I mean, everyone knows who Boking are. I love so. Yeah, yeah Boking's brilliant. But it's got people talking. And it's got people uploading videos about Lionel Messi scoring a wonder goal for Stevenage against, it. like, oh, like, Luton or something, like, when they got to a championship. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, I think it's a random club. Sorry, yeah. Luton. Um, but, yeah, it's, I just really like it. And I think it's really nice. And, yeah, I'm, I'm, that, that makes really, it's a really nice story to look at. Because Stevenage, they, they struggled. They, they struggled. Yeah. They should have recently gone down if it wasn't for Macclesfield. They would have gone down if it wasn't yeah, for Macclesfield. Yeah, uh, Macclesfield's financial troubles didn't help them. Um, and Stephen stayed up. And yeah, big up Burger King. I'm a really big fan of it. <laughs> I love Burger King. I, I now like Stephen Inch. 
I like it all. It's a yeah. really nice mix. See, I'm really happy. They're probably going down. Yeah, they probably are, yeah. but at least they've got the most beautiful career much. Exactly. <laughs> for last year's game. Yeah, for last year's game. <laughs> <laughs> they might be this year too. Who knows? Every cloud's a silver lining. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, what's what's your final? What's our final? Uh, I'm moving on to um, Reading's shot accuracy. What a what a niche. That's a real niche. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, Reading have a. Reading are really good at shooting. I never thought I'd say this. They're like probably the best. They're the best team in Europe at shooting, in fact. Um, so this is a crazy stat. But Reading have had have a seventy percent shot accuracy, um, which yeah yeah, which is mental. I can't. Which is the highest in Europe. They fourteen out of their last twenty shots have have been on target, um, which is crazy. The next best in Europe. Uh, in Europe's top five leagues is Atletico Madrid with 59%. So that's still 11% less. And they have Diego Costa, <laughs> João Felix and Luis Suarez up front. I mean, we now know that the Lucas João at Reading is better than the João Felix he is. at Atletico Madrid. Will they keep this up? 100% they won't. However, <laughs> it's a crazy stat three weeks in and Reading just... You're surprising everyone. No one thought you'd be where you are. So, up, up the. Actually, no, I don't like Reading. Just keep here. That was that. Was, that was, that was, that's a real segue. Yeah, Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, I'll, I'll rewrite really them. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. Good on Reading. Good shot accuracy, Reading. Yeah. Well done. Um, let's move on from Reading shot accuracy yeah. to our FPL essentials. Mm. If you haven't seen it before, this is the uh, section of the podcast in which we both pick a player for your fantasy league that you need to have in your team. Um, and I'm going to kick us off. You need to have Harvey Barnes in your team. You, you do. really do. I hope you're agreeing with me this week. It's brilliant. <laughs> we were completely contrasting last Harvey week. Barnes. And it went really well for you. Oh, um, and it's, yeah. Um, he's only 7 million, which oh, is okay. far less than Kai Havertz, who's starting pretty poorly. Um, and they're home against West Ham, right? And uh, just a little flex, I'm going to be there. Um, and I'm going to be at the game, but so that's going to be good. Uh, yeah, yeah, move on. Move on. Uh, yeah, the last appearance at home, he got a goal and assist against yeah. Burnley in a 14 win, and he racked up 13 points. And um, I think he'll do the same again against West Ham, who historically have struggled defensively. I know yeah. they just locked up a double trial array around him and around that side. But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I, read, I reckon. <laughs> is it fine? I think it's promise. Uh, no, early kickoff on a Sunday. It's always a bit of a weird one, the early kickoff on a Sunday. It's always no-no. Yeah, no. Uh, it always, no, this one was one-no today. So uh, I reckon Harvey Barnes will tear West Ham to pieces. Yeah. And uh, I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing it happening. Seven million is a bargain. Yeah. Get him in your team. If you've already got Vardy, captain him. But if not, captain Harvey yeah. Barnes, because I think he's going to do very well. Seven million is a bargain, for yeah. and I promise you. Yeah, just quick, just quick little segue. 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 Brilliant. Segue <laughs> special. Yeah, we're doing a giveaway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I was looking on Fantasy Football the other day at the highest points. Of, someone triple captain Vardy against Man City. Who thought they'd triple captain? To be fair, he's the highest scorer against I Man know, City in recent years. But that so is mental. He's got that 51 is, points. That's insane. That's fair enough. Yeah. Well, I haven't asked him to be 17, so I'll take that. Yeah, well, moving on to, to my pick. I've got Raul Jimenez. Uh, they're playing. <laughs> they're playing Fulham at home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just going to be going through whoever's playing. It's Fulham at home. Yeah, or West Ham. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Basically, yeah. Um, but yeah, Raheem has got Fulham at home. Eight point six million isn't too bad. Um, yeah, Fulham are terrible to be quite honest, and they can't defend. 
Um, and they have no defenders that aren't above uh, League One level. And uh, no, no, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Michael oh. Etzer's magic. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, Fulham can't defend. Jimenez is great. And he's scored in every game he's played. Including yes. goal. He's clinical. He's he, he is clinical. But genuinely put Raul Jimenez in, his, in your team will probably score six. Yeah, I could, I could imagine he would. If I, if I wasn't already on minus four points for this coming up game week because yeah. I've made two changes to my team, then I would do the same, but yeah. I'm not. Um, right, that is it for another yeah. Full English. Um, thank you very much for listening. We're going to be back again, uh, hopefully with our European show. Get to sort yes. of a name for that. I think, it's yeah. gonna, I think it's going to be called European Road Show. I really like that name. Yeah. So I think yeah. it's going to be called that. If it's not, you'll see. Um, yeah. But we've got a housey interview up, so I know this is going to go going up straight after the housey interview. But if you're going to pick, listen to the housey one instead of this one. <laughs> then listen to this one. Housey, then this. This is very good, all right? But the housey ones, yeah. I like it a lot. And yeah, we want support in the interviews because we're really enjoying doing them. Yeah. Uh, we've got another one coming up, hopefully, in, over the weekend yeah. or early next week. Um, and yeah, so just keep an eye. More content's coming. Yeah, we'll, tr- we'll try and keep more interviews coming. We, we love them. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, you love them. So <laughs> keep watching us and keep subscribing. Please do. Thank you very much for listening, yeah. watching, consuming. Um, and until next time, goodbye. Bye, guys.